They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the Banffcast, I feel I was denied critical need-to-know information. One star... We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Yeah. Um, episode. I don't. I don't know. I, wouldn't, I lost a number. What number are we on? Five thirty something. Five forty-two. Yeah. There you go. Five forty-two. Uh-huh. I should have left that tab open and I closed it. Oh well. My bad. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings, good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They got one of five jocks, as in robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot, yay, jocks. Hooray for your robot that's, jocks. That's, that's a good, like, you know, five jocks movies, really good. But it is a bad, bad movie. They get a negative sliding scale, one of five bags. It's a giant bag of trash. Gross. Ugh. So five bags movie, the worst. Don't want them in any capacity. Do not watch it. So that's your explanation. Uh, so in, <laughs> on, in honor of, uh, of the late, great Fred Ward... We decided to yeah. watch Tremors yeah. 2 Aftershocks from 1996. Yep. So, yeah, originally was, finished in 1994. Yeah, just sat on a shelf while they fought the direct-to-video slash theatrical release yeah. battle and Universal was like, nah, man, this is going underground. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, it was like apparently the original budget was 17 million and then they cut it to 4 million and sent it to direct video because Kevin Bacon turned it down. So. Sure. Yeah, that's As, that'll, that'll do it. I don't, you know, he, he went on to, he did Apollo 13 instead. So it's a fair choice. Not a bad decision. No. Nah. I mean, though, he's arguably like the one everyone forgets is in Apollo 13. Yeah. saying, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, even people remember Gary Sinise more than him, really. Well, so. That's what I mean. It's like, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's good, you know, it's good to go work with Ron Howard and stuff. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon's in Apollo 13. Yeah. But Fred Ward does return mm-hmm. with long hair. I don't like it. <laughs> Fred Ward should not have long hair like that. Okay. I just, I don't like it. All right. I think it fits the character of just like, I don't like him it. not giving a fuck. Yeah. I, yes, but I don't like it. Yeah. It, I think it's, it's easier to paint the universe, the post Trimmers one universe that they yeah. exist in than to like, you know, talk about the, the, what's going on with the characters per se, but like, yeah. you know, Tremors one happened. And then the, basically the world was like, Oh shit, there's possibly aliens and or underground creatures. And you know, it became, they became celebrities. They, yeah. They became some, you know, like people magazine, stuff like that. There's a video, mm-hmm. there's an arcade game, you know, a graboid arcade game yeah. and stuff like that. But it's a little different than how these things usually go, right. which is like, you're a crazy person. That would, doesn't exist. It Nobody would be a, a gaslighting sequel of just like, yeah, you know, it's like Ghostbusters to Ghostbusters yeah, too. That never happened. It's like, no, yeah. it did. You all saw it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy had like fifty pounds of marshmallow dropped on him. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like this one especially because it was so remote and there were only like four or five people. But I guess they had you know actual physical evidence because mm-hmm. they they have physical evidence of these things. So yeah, mm-hmm. well we we're getting into the mm-hmm. movie starts with Fred Ward basically. Well, the movie starts with our stuntman buddy mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Rosales. Junior, trying to escape a graboid mm-hmm. is. Did they name them graboids in the first one? Yes, yeah, somebody did. Okay, somebody All got right. it. Apparently, yes. I, I, one of us might. Probably you, Harlow. I hate that name. 
It's a dumb name. I feel like somebody, maybe it was just it's me in my just, head going, I hate that name. It, it That also feels like a, and BJ's not here to speak for himself, but I feel like that would rub him incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> we should have listened to the Tremors episode to see how we felt yeah. about Tremors. Well, I, I think the thing but, is, is like, it's, it's just not a very good descriptor. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess I get it that, you know, they, they come up from out of the ground and grab you, but it's yeah. like. And you can't call them sandworms. You well, call yeah. them landworms. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like something, there's a better. Yeah. Slithery name than Grappling. Yeah. Anyway, this guy is trying to escape one of them and does not uh, <laughs> like he's working in an oil field and mm-hmm. he's like they, they've somehow set up all these drums and he's trying to jump across the drums to get away. And there's some fun little ground effects where they're dragging something underground and it's pushing all the dirt away, you know, to simulate one of them coming after him. But he gets it in the opening scene. He, you know, he doesn't get away. Thing pops up. Eats him, yeah, and then boom, it, tremors too. Aftershocks, yeah, and 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 we know we're in Mexico because of the music before we get a title card. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, I was kind of like, oh, it's a Fred Ward moved down to Mexico because there's no grabber graboids there. Like, mm-hmm. not yet. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah. Again, it's sort of like, it's like the Jaws sequel thing. It's like, do you want to go where there's more sand? I mean. You could go up in mm-hmm. a Rocky Mountain, you know, like a literal, yeah. actual Rocky Mountain. And well, no... they they get him to go with money, sure. as always works with these. Well, no, I, I meant like if, if, if he had moved to Mexico, but no, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's, no, he lives in New he, Mexico. Yeah, he lives in yeah Nevada, or, New Mexico, whatever, yeah, somewhere. somewhere. But anyway, like the desert. He, still, he lives in a shitty trailer. Um, guy in a taxi takes uh the Pemex, the whatever the petroleum guy from Pemex is the yes. actual petroleum place in Mexico. <laughs> uh, but it takes it's him in your Pemex. Uh, they basically take him to the like, you know, say like we need, you know, our oil fields are under attack. We need you. You're an expert. And Kevin Bacon already said no, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more or less. He married a good woman. Yeah. So like Kevin Bacon's not in this movie. Hey, we'll pay you $50,000 for every graboid you can kill that come down here. No, but all right. Because basically, you know, the swingers extra guy is basically like, hey, you should go. This is your this is your other shot. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think that's the way the best way to describe him. He's he's got that swingers energy of like, hold the fuck down, guy. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the first half of this movie is, I don't know any other way to say it, but it's very '90s direct-to-video filmmaking. Like it's like playing to the back of the audience stuff, especially and this guy like epitomizes it, where it's just people. It's a, it's a parents movie. Somewhat, is, yeah. Is what the first forty-five minutes in? It's it's. You go visit your parents, and they're like, "We we have a movie. Let's watch Tremors too." Yeah, because it's just got a lot of ADR jokes in it to fill silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of reaction time after jokes to let the audience laugh. Yeah, it's just it's it's that very unnatural, like these aren't humans reacting to each other stuff. Yeah, it's like we're all doing our shtick. So, I mean, the weird things about it is that Fred Ward's character is not traumatized by tremors. He's traumatized by losing all the money that he made from the experience of tremors. Like mm-hmm. he's not terrified to be outside or anything like that. He's yeah. not living in, a, in an apartment high rise or something like that. It's, it's not that kind of story. It's just like, I yeah. went through this thing. I made some money. I got screwed. Fuck everything. Now I'm washed up. Yeah. And so this happy-go-lucky cab driver shows up with the... He jumped at the chance to come meet him because he's a fanboy of the Tremors. Mm-hmm. And is just like, 
come on, George, let's go, let's go, come on, come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go kill these things, we'll make money, and he's like, mm-hmm. I like money, so that's, I mean, that's the premise, yeah. and then the first 45 minutes is just them killing graboids, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. basically get, like an extended montage, they get remote control cars, load them up with dynamite, drive they around. They got a pretty good plan, and it's yeah. working. It, yeah. it, yes, it is, it is a smart plan, it is executed mostly well, they make a couple of stupid decisions, but for the most part, mm-hmm. they know exactly what to do, they're doing it. And there are so many of these goddamn things. They're like in 10 minutes of this montage, they're already millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because they blow they're up 50 so many grand each. Yes. Yeah. And and they're like, all right, we just made 300 grand a piece. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's so many more. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. they got a little tracker. Yeah. And, they, and like, they, like they've gone through, like they have seismographs all over the ground so they can like, you know, alien track them on this device. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a- because they meet Helen Shaver, who is a geologist who's working down there. Right. And everybody know like uh, the oil company. This is also not the kind of movie where the oil company is trying to hide this, or they have no nefarious plan that we know <laughs> yeah, of. I also like like the you know you think that you're about to get that like you know the alien three like we you know we want to use it for or I guess it's aliens too, but like mm-hmm. you know we want it for weaponizing it. Yeah, because like he's basically like, hey, we'll we'll pay you double if you can capture one for alive. Uh, and Fred Ward's like, the fuck? Why would you? Do you know how big these things are? He's like. It's just a suggestion, man. Yeah. You don't have to. Like, like, you want and to. It's like, yeah, it's like that plot's done. It's just like, he's like, if you can catch one live, we wanted to study it. But, you know but I mean, like yeah. the head of the oil company guy never comes back. No, no. He makes them that offer. He's smart. And then he leaves. But it's not like, haha, those fools, they're going to die. It is just, yeah. they're doing a job. And yeah, yeah. fix my problem. Basically, yeah. the, the, the he's hired the plumber to fix the plumbing. And he's like, I got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> don't flood the house. Yeah. Just go plumb. Yeah, yeah. He, he fixes the cable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the the real crux of this movie is like halfway through the the the, the shoe that drops is that they evolve. You know, they. Yeah. I mean, I'm I know I'm jumping way ahead, but it's like this plan is totally well, working. You're not really jumping that far. Ahead no, I mean, because, it's, yeah, yeah, they blow I mean, up a bunch. I of mean, them. yeah, they drive a truck. Or they have tr- they've made this like dumb chain thing that like you know mm-hmm. drags the ground and makes a lot of noise with cans and stuff. And then they drive an RC car loaded up with dynamite around until it eats one and they set it off. You know, put up umbrellas as all the viscera flies on them and drive around and do it again. Man, I, I will yeah. say this. The crew on this movie, the guys off camera had a lot of fun just throwing chunks mm-hmm. at people. And timing it well. Yeah. Yes. Like there's always at least one chunk that, that went up into the fucking stratosphere and comes back down after everything else has. And it's always just this well-timed like plunk on someone's head mm-hmm. of just crap. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that's that's probably. I mean, don't get me wrong. The effects in this, for the most part, are pretty good. But the the crew shooting that shit in the air <laughs> did a real good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the crew. Uh, Phil Tippett did the CJ CG stuff and supervised Amalgamated Dynamics, I believe, is the name of the company. But it's it's, it's like Tom Starship, Woodruff and Trooper Alec Gillis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, and they did like the later Alien movies. And it's like they're like, they like goop. Yeah, well, they, they like the, the, the physical monsters. people, the CG people are like, I mean, as we looked up in the trivia, I mean, literally yeah. like one of the alternate designs for the Graboids became the Starship Trooper creature bugs. bugs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so I mean, and you can see it as soon as they evolve into land based things. They're yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they are lit like a 1994 CG. Yeah. Characters. Yeah, they, they got like, like that was the problem with with mid 90s CG was like Jurassic Park did it right because they the CG ones were always in brightly lit scenes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Spielberg says, we got to get this right, you know, and it would change the lighting. But everybody else, like I always cite Eraser, the crocodile thing as one of the worst effects of all time. And it's because of the lighting, because they just the lighting is 
so off mm-hmm. and that's how these feel is is they feel like that's not lit right i mean well, the and scorpion it looks king, and it pops I mean, right off besides the, the scorpion king and mummy 2 being so bad the other yeah. problem the other problem is that it's in a tomb full of torches with yeah. like very harsh reflective light on all the actors and so when it's a completely flat scorpion yeah. king thing it also that's another reason it looks so bad but yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the for the time and the budget of this thing Yes, you can tell when it's, it's either a it's, physical thing oh, or a yeah. CG thing, but it's pretty good for directing. It's not the CG bad. is pretty good, yeah. considering. Yeah, I mean, it really I is. Think, like, I, I really like the practical stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's neat. Like all of them, I think are really good. Like the design is neat, and the way yeah. they make these things act like things you've never seen before mm-hmm. is unique, and yeah. they keep doing it. Their plan's going well. Mm-hmm. What goes wrong that they have to call Michael Gross in? They they just see on the radar that there are so many of these things still remaining. Okay, you know, and they're just like, we got to call in backup. We can't yeah. kill all these things on our own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just basically Fred Ward calls him and she's like, okay. hey buddy, yeah. And then it, Michael Gross is not about it until he says, "Hey, it's graboids," and then suddenly he he bolts up from his seat. Well, yeah, he's, I mean, he's not really talking about what's going on. He's actually just asking about his life, and yeah. uh, they haven't talked. And where's yeah. Re- where's Reba? How you doing? Yeah, <laughs> living yeah. the dream. And, yeah, and Reba is written out as basically, yeah, she, asked she left him. Visiting she her left sister. him and asked for her gun. Yes, <laughs> and that's how we knew it was over. Yep. But anyway, so now he's here with a uh, military truck full of explosives and weaponry. Yeah, because apparently you can just ask the military or the the Mexican government for anything, and they'll go, okay, here. Yeah, it's all Shasta and asking the militaries and yeah. RC cars. Yeah. 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 These are all things we have established that it's all there is in Mexico. It's mm-hmm. RC cars, Shasta, and military explosives. explosives yeah. yeah. High ordnance. Michael Gross, He's he shows up. They show him the plan. He's like, great, payback. And so he's blowing them up. They're blowing them up. Fred Ward starts to realize that they're getting smarter about things because they're not chasing the truck anymore. They're going off somewhere else, chasing something else. So they follow him, and they get ambushed by one that pops up out of the ground. He says, oh, shit, throws the truck in reverse and drives it, like, basically not off a cliff, but he... he hoons and he, yeets again. Yeah, he he does yeet his vehicle yeah. through excessive hooning. Yeah. And well, the kid was, like, extra hooning for no reason, to which Fred Ward commented, yeah. stop all that hooning. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he didn't. But, but yeah, <laughs> but he he he, the, he basically drops the car off a, off a cliff behind him. A, a sharp enough embankment that it breaks the axle. So that, that car's screwed. They can't go I mean, anywhere. They were never getting dislodged from no. this position. No, they were not getting dislodged, but the wheel was also like yeah. camber was a little off by mm. about forty five degrees. Yeah. Mm. They're gonna need those tires aligned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they realized that the one up at the top of the hill that surprised them, there's something wrong with it. Because it's not attacking, it's just kinda like laying around, being a bitch. And they're like I like that the sidekick runs over to it and just smacks it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey. Come get us. Smack him. <laughs> because I mean, they, well, they keep driving the truck I mean, with the honest, explosive on it, and they keep bapping it in the mouth, and yeah. they're like, it won't eat it. Yeah, eat the thing. I mean, honestly, I I, I don't know why, but I, I got a serious, like, that was supposed to be an homage to 2001, because I swear to God, he does the same motion one of the apes does at the monolith. Oh, really? Yeah, I swear, he like, he, he kind of monkeyed down there and slaps at it, and then yeah. monkeys right back. It's, it's just... 
it's a weird motion for a human to make for mm-hmm. it not to be like a, a reference. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but, good though. It is like, good. Like yeah. it works. It's like the I, first time I actually like that guy. Yeah. I mean, I thought this thing was just giving birth, which technically I guess it kind of was, but I mean, yeah, but yeah, Maybe that's what it ends up being. Yeah. Cause it's like wailing and right. screeching and they call Pablo to come get it. Cause they're, cause they were like, Hey man, we, we got a live one. Like we're going to get a live one here. Yeah. we got a hundred grand for this. Fuck. Yeah. And they're like, well, get Pablo out here on the truck. And this is the middle of the afternoon. It's it's nighttime. It's like middle of the night night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they see the truck off in the distance, and then they just see it stop. Well, it's middle of the night night or 7 o'clock at night, according to Michael Gross. <sighs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> continuity error. Yeah, Mexican I, time. It's They don't. Yeah. Time zones. Oh, they use the metric mm. system? Yes. Uh, something like that. Because, yeah. It, either way, it's like it's the middle it's of the night. It's a goof. <laughs> yeah. Goof, not a goof. Yeah. Goof. But uh, eventually they're like, well, shit, we got to go over there. But they also go up and they, they hear the thing wailing again. And then they're like, oh, let's go check out what the hell's going on with this thing. And they come up there and its side has burst open and is dead. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at all the goopy insides. Yeah, it's basically a side of graboid beef just <laughs> yeah. hanging there and dripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, well, I guess we're not salvaging this thing. So they have to go. They decide to make a break for the truck. I think this was the point where I, I declared that it was like, I think I know now why they sell those 55 gallon drums of like KY jelly and stuff on Amazon. Because mm-hmm. it's for people like making this movie because yeah. there's there's so much goop. Yeah, it's good goop, though. <laughs> I mean, this 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 carcass is just dripping goop. I like the goop, yeah, it's, man. It's, yeah. Bring on the goop. But they, they eventually get to the truck, and they can't find Pedro. The engine has been ripped out of the truck. Well, they find Pedro's hands. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and this is like the whole, like, okay, this first-time director type thing here. Because you see the hands on top of, like, the handlebars up, you know, like across the, the roll bar or yeah. whatever. And the, as they have the guy go to walk around, they cut the shot to just showing the stumps. And then the guy turns around the corner and reacts to it. And it's like, no, no, that's not how you film this. You film it. He comes around the corner and then he spot. Oh, no. You know, you shoot over his shoulder and you spot the hands. It's like with a stinger. I mean, yeah, it just it it it's one of those like unless they're just going, hey, you know, like his arms are ripped off. Yeah. And and it's and you're Samuel L. Jackson. Like, yeah, bitch, you've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be the only reason to do it that way. Yeah. But either way, like like it was one of those things that like just so like you fucked up that shot so bad that I, I actually had to yell at the TV, be like, no, don't. Why did you do this? You did this wrong. But, but then two minutes later, bad well, movie. not two minutes, hit you with a newspaper. A few minutes later, they I feel like they redeem themselves by doing something you never see in a movie. That is a, a character having a like a colossal fail. But, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit later. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I'm jumping, I'm jumping ahead, but there there is a point where. It's not important what's happening, but there is a point where Fred Ward is like elevated over these graboid things, which have now sprouted little legs. Like a conduit cable is going across the ceiling, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Errol Flynn this shit across mm-hmm. the Mausers here, the graboids." <laughs> and yeah. uh, but like goes to do it, and like of course all of the you know the, these cheap ass brackets fall off the ceiling, and he just like falls on the floor like yeah. amigo style just <laughs> it's just like that's great because you never see like yeah. you know it's just this. This schlubby the character plan always works. This schlubby character should not be able to arrow Flynn across all this shit, mm-hmm. and for it to not work is like thank you for reality. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
But yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah, anyway, they they get to the other truck and they're like, well, shit, this isn't going to work. Uh, Pedro's dead. And somehow they get back to the camp. Do they walk it? They walk. Uh, so despite all the the graboids being underground and you know, well they go they run the for whole, they were not they they explain that yeah. the, all the graboids all gave birth. Well they 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 find the carcass. They could yeah. hear them screaming off in the distance. They could hear the sound. So they oh, wait. Yeah. Okay, so they go and investigate Pedro first, and they find Pedro's hands. Yeah. Then they hear the thing scream. Go over there and find the carcass. And then they're like, we got to go find the radio tower. There'll be a working radio there because by this time, their radios have died. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize it's because the Graboid things have eaten the radio things. So they go to the radio tower and like find all that shit destroyed. And that's when um, Vince Vaughn Jr. like is like, game over, man. He, this is when he starts he, to like, ins and out pretty he good. He does ins yeah. and out pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, he freaks out for a few minutes. That's and then, right. And then yeah. they find a Volvo that yeah. they can hotwire. Cause, yeah. But this is the first time we're introduced to the Screamoids. Right. Oh, is that what they're actually called? They have I names? believe so, okay. yes. Yeah. So these are the evolved versions, which are basically like little Ninja Turtle mousers. Mm-hmm. But if you've got more of a Starship Trooper bug face yeah. to them. And the cool thing they do is they have a little flap above their head that like they flip open. And it's just like you see their red brains in yeah, it's, there. It's, I mean, for to keep it topical, it's very Demogorgon. I mean, it's, yeah. you know. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I but, mean, I know many years before. I'm just. Yeah, of course. For, for topical, you know, if you want to know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's a cool little design. And they built four or five practical ones. I think five is the most I saw in a shot. It might only have been four, though. But they do, you know. They, they plenty. They do the aliens thing where it's like, okay, just keep filming them in different spots. You know, you show a whole bunch of them with editing. Otherwise, in shadows, C- like they do some shadow, they do some gremlins yeah. tricks with hard lighting and shadows. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Otherwise, it's just CG. You know, it, when there's more than three or four on screen at a time. And uh, yeah, one comes around the corner and they're like, "The fuck is that?" And what's it doing above ground? <laughs> and it charges them. Luckily, they've got their uh, elephant guns from. Michael Gross. So they pulp that one. And they hit him gross point blank. Yes. There it is. <laughs> uh, but then they realize there are more around the corner. And so they have to hotwire the Volvo and get the fuck out of there. And as you do, <laughs> as you do. And they are able to do that. We see them, the, the other ones around the corner, but they get away. They get back to where uh, Helen Shaver is. And we're like, shit's gone wrong. It's not good. Well, before they get there. Yeah, that's true. The other guy, like Helen Shaver's like in her office, like, hey, where's everybody? And then oh, that's right. And the assistant oh, yeah, guy, yeah, Julio, yeah. just guy pops up like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know where everyone is. And he's like, I'll, I'll go check. And then he just starts going ah, and grabbing her. And she's like, what the fuck? And <laughs> they finally cut outside. And you see one of these things is just eating his leg. It has already eaten the yeah. bottom of his like a knee down. Yeah. Gone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, what the hell? And then it eventually yoinks. I mean, this goes on a good like 30 seconds. Yeah. It's real uncomfortable. Uh, as she is holding this man and screaming her head off as he is. Scre- she's just screaming because he's screaming. Yeah. Um, and then she sees it yeah. in the window after he gets yanked down. She's like, well, the fuck? And locks the window. Yeah. Slams the window. It's real shortly after this. Yeah. That they pull up and are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's cowering in the corner ready to hit something with a little hammer. Yes. And then they burst in and yeah, save she's, her. She's got an Andy Dufresne rock hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's why I get confused because like these shots are like at noon. Mm. It's bright daytime now. And 
these you know their their encounter with the vault with the with the screamoid and the volvo well, is i mean the only thing that doesn't make sense is michael gross saying it's 1900 that's i mean yeah. it should have been four o'clock at night because i mean the way they're acting like oh my god they've been gone so long where are they yep. you know i mean it should be in the middle of the night but yeah whatever yeah but they get out they they're able to kill that one i guess and uh they get outside and michael gross shows up when, with his military truck and he's just the truck's covered in viscera he's covered in nastiness and that's when he gets the the speech that we had from the beginning of the episode where he's just like i'm missing crucial information basically. yeah where he yeah. well and he's like i'm out of ammunition <laughs> he's like i don't think that's ever happened before mm-hmm. and he's like i would have more if i had known what was going on <laughs> but crucial information was not given Mm-hmm. And flips out on them, and Fred Ward's like, "We didn't know, man." And we tried; we would have called you, but they took out the radio. Yeah, they ate the radio. Yeah, but Michael Gross caught one and yeah. broke yep. it. And that, and this is what leads to him going, "Yeah, I killed," because he's killed at least a dozen of them. He, yeah, they, he they, lost they, count. They start trying to do math of like, okay, there was like eight worm graboid things left. I guess that's why they have different names. But there's eight graboids left, and they figure. Maybe three of these pop out per mm-hmm. when they evolve or metamorphosize or whatever. How do they just reason that it's three size? I guess I don't know. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a real quick like three, three. Yeah, they're gonna say maybe <laughs> yeah. three per. I don't know. Yeah, just so they can say there's at least twenty four out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Fred Ward's like, "Well, we shot that one there, yeah, and that one there, and then this one." And she's yeah. like, "And he's like, that's it, that's it." Yeah. But then they basically this is where they figure out it has predator vision that the you know it's it's a thermal sensing thing you know because the first ones they didn't have eyes they only mm-hmm. you know sense vibration and yeah. you know attack that way this one it's like now they're on land they still don't have eyes or ears they just have that heat sensing yeah. antenna that comes up yeah Michael Gross is he, it's a pretty good way of figuring it out because he's banging stuff with a broom mm-hmm. yeah, and not, it's not, not reacting not reacting the sound but the as soon as he yeah. puts his hand up that's when it suddenly freaks out yeah so. And then they, uh, and then uh, Vince Vaughn Jr. is like, oh, maybe it's hungry, and throws some like an MRE in there, and that's when we find yeah. out it, it basically like gremlins out. If it eats a certain amount, it just vomits out another one. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they can multiply asexually. Mm-hmm. All by, they have to do by having a snack. <laughs> all they have to do is get full. Because we were like, oh shit, I it's it's snack gonna you up. Yeah, we're like, it's gonna puke out Julio. Because mm-hmm. the way it's doing it yeah. is like, oh man, Julio's coming out, isn't he? And no, it's no. a baby. It's like a <laughs> yeah. Julio. But also, when they brought the truck back, one had stowed away, kick yeah. fear style, underneath it. Yeah, and eaten an MRE. Mm-hmm. And then they get into all of Michael Gross's MREs. And but they basically they, like they have a snack shack, and I'm not joking. Like there is a bar, and oh, yeah. it's just full of sh- like sugary sweets, as they say. Yeah, and like you know greens and stuff, and it's like. You guys are a like a, an oil refinery, right? Why do you, why do you have all this? But yeah, they break Michael Gross petroleum, a, the candy of nature. <laughs> sure, but they basically like Michael Gross does a move where he like traps like two of them or something, and three of them, whatever. There's not very many in this room, and they're like, it's full of food. It's gonna oh my god, they're gonna multiply, and you know they have that yeah. like sort of gremlins freak out. Of. Yeah, because because they they get outside and then they kind of redo a section of the of the first movie where one of them get ends up on the water tower. Mm-hmm. And then they all kind of end up on the water tower for not really good reasons. Well, before that they're, they're trying to find a place to hide and dudes like over here and they run to a building that only has one wall. Yeah. Uh, 
Even and, though she's trying to tell them, don't go in that building. Yeah, and they all run in there, and they're, it, that's a good reveal. That like, is a good... Like, the see, reveal that they fucked up with the arms, they do they, this well. They make up for it with this reveal. Yeah, and the, so they come up with a plan to take these doors that are part of the under-construction yeah, well, building. Well, yeah, because I just want to describe the shot, because they you, you're shooting them from behind, running, and she's like, don't go in there, don't do it, and yeah. they run through the door, and as they slam the door shut... They smash cut to the other side, I mean, which is literally just that one wall and them cowering. And there's like just not even frame on the other side. funny, but like also why on earth would anyone build a building like that? Like, like build it like a facade. They, <laughs> they could have been tearing it down. Well, just like, I mean, nobody yeah. would build. Well, like We're going to finish this one side and then we'll get to the other three. It was for filming. I know. I just. <laughs> it's a good joke. But, it's, uh, it's but I appreciate them using part of the set that they've built sure, yeah. in order to. Yes, to make a joke. To sure. make a plot point yeah. and a joke. But yes, they use the doors to hide themselves from the heat vision. Yeah, they just they slink across behind these doors mm-hmm. uh, to get to the next place. Um, they were the doors of non-perception. <laughs> yeah. And and then it's... it. Yeah, they... Oh, they, and they get around the corner and there's only one right near the, near the vehicle they need to get out. Yeah. And Michael Gross has his goddamn monstrous sniper rifle thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, it's a hundred yards. You think you can make that shot? And he's just like, I'm Michael Gross. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you know who I am? I live for. This. If I could it, remember the Barry Pepper speech from Saving Private Ryan, yeah. I'd probably just say it now. Yeah, I mean, he's basically yeah. like, <laughs> but he's just like, just cover your ears. Yeah. And so everyone covers their ears, and when he fires this gun, they actually blow out the window next to him. Yeah, it's pretty good. And and man, again, jelly budget. I mean, they well, honestly, blow this thing up. Honestly, I got to say, well, I mean, not not the explosion, the gunshot. I yeah. think that was a real shot. I mean, it might have been a blank, but that was like the way everyone reacted. I think that was a real shockwave blowing up that window. Yeah. To be honest with you, wouldn't surprise because all of the cast went Poof! like they all like legitimately yeah. jumped. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, either way, like he pulps this thing, and everyone's yeah. like, "Fucking shit!" Like, whoa, dude. Because he'd shown off these bullets earlier. They were like, you know, the, it's a fifty cal sniper rifle. Yeah, it, it will. Yeah, it will. But he has special made brass bullets or something crazy. Yeah, they're like, like anti tank rounds or some shit. So it's what he says. Yeah, but the problem is, the problem is he yeah. he brought this because he planned on thirty foot underground worms having to kill them, mm-hmm. like the first movie, right? Uh, not these little things. And what happens is it has gone through the wall behind the little thing and mm-hmm. pierced the tank of the tr- of the vehicle. Oh, it's yep. gone through like. Four, like six layers of concrete. Yeah, because yeah. they keep looking and there are these perfect holes. And like, yeah. it's like finding the alien acid thing. Yeah. <laughs> they just like, keep you going, just keep like, going you know, and you go, oh, oh God. it finally stopped. Oh, it stopped in the engine yeah. block yeah. of our getaway. Like, well, this thing's fucked. Yep. Yeah. And this uh, is when they end And up again, playing. he's like, I was prepared for this. If you hadn't, if you'd give me proper intel, we wouldn't be here. And yeah. yeah. And but uh, then they get spotted. They have yeah. to split up. Uh, Michael Gross has to dive into uh, the. The uh, I think this is a basket of a bulldozer is. Yeah. OK, I guess this is where the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other guy runs up. He gets up the water tower right. and the other two get inside the building and are able to escape by <laughs> by steaming up one of their uh, like a pair of pants or something, mm-hmm. getting it really super hot in the sink in and the then sink, yeah. and then putting it out on the uh, clothesline and just wheeling it out all the way so that they all attack it. <laughs> but they all attack it. And then these two just decide to run up the water tower. Where else they, are they going to go? Anyway. They have decided, and it's never under... I don't understand why they come to this decision, but they 
the decision is made that these things can't climb. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they can't climb. Well, it didn't, We're safe up here. It didn't chase the one guy. That's the only thing he's really basing that on. Well, is, because he didn't... Yeah. It, it explored with its tongue up there to find him mm-hmm. and couldn't do it. So it was... It just gave up, basically. But... Like if they, I, I think no, they, if they, they had showed, seen them they, up there. They, no, they showed they showed one watch him climb up there. It just it didn't go after him. Mm. Yeah, I mean there was there was a predator vision like his ass going up a ladder, yeah. you know, like <laughs> saying that shot yeah. from underneath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, but he, and the rest of them too. I mean, it's just you know the right, ass is yeah. what you see first. Yeah, yeah. But so now it's three of them up there. Michael Gross is kind of trapped in this thing, but he knows they can't hear or see him. So as long as he stays down and their tongues don't touch him. Because that's the only other thing they determine is that their tongues they can. Yeah, because he, when he threw the MRE in, it's like it's not hot, and but it touched it with his tongue. It was like, mm, boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so it, he, they leave him alone, and they're just kind of wandering around. So they're yelling back and forth, "What are we gonna do?" And they figure that if they wait, you know, they haven't made contact with the company for a, for a while, and sooner or later someone will come out there and find them. Sure. sure. Yeah. And hopefully, they will get dehydrated <laughs> in the interim. Yeah. No, that's or eaten. Yeah, and uh, like, we we know. also learned that Helen Shaver was a uh, Playboy Playmate in 1974. That is which Fred Ward remembers the month. No, no. Well, there there is a speech like when when uh, Vince Vaughn Jr. goes to visit him and, and he's trying to talk mm-hmm. him into doing this. He's got a bunch of like he's got his awards and his People magazines and mm-hmm. all that you know all the publicity stuff on the wall. But like the only like truly redneck shit he has on the wall is just like a tape to the wall you know centerfold. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he's like looking at it. There's a speech at some point. He's like looking at it over there, and and he's just like, yeah, what what about her? And he's just like, I I taught myself a long time ago. I put her up on the wall to remind myself I can't have things that I want, or you know, to, some things are out of yeah, reach. Some things and out of reach. Be okay yeah, with that. Yeah. And so basically, he's just like, yeah, she's my reminder, October 1974, something like that. Anyway, it comes back around where he's they're trapped up on the water tower and they're having small talk about man, this is like you know this close brush close with death really makes me think I should date more and and blah 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 and mm-hmm. anyway it just basically comes out like yeah i paid my way through college you know, she was a model and then she says i was, I was also a playmate. playmate and he's like october 74 and then she just goes into the post uh-huh. she doesn't go yeah she just immediately gets in the position that mm-hmm. pers- it's yep this is an excellent bit of screenwriting because in no way do you think that little bit of business about the nope. the centerfold on the wall no, has don't. any fucking thing to do with anything whatsoever. Like, not when Helen Shaver showed up, I didn't think, ah, she's the Playboy Playmate. Yeah, nope. I, didn't I, cross I, my mind. I didn't think of her as a blonde herring. <laughs> it, is a, it is a fun little <laughs> thing that Come they throw on, in there. And I, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that It's one that of those touch. little things that just, it's a nice touch that works. Yes. Yes, it tickles you. Yeah. Like it happens, you're like, <laughs> you, yeah. you're, you're not, very good, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not too bad. They have to get off of the off of the water tower. Especially because, <laughs> because they're forming a cheerleading pyramid to get up there and get them. Yes. <laughs> the Screamoids have decided that they're just going to start jumping on each other's backs. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a... It, this is actually a scene that would be worse with really good CG... It's much better because the CG is so bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes, it Agreed. is them yeah. jumping on top of each other, stacking themselves up, and then you know you cut to everyone on the roof, and the tongue is slapping around trying to touch them. And that's when Michael Gross has has pulled out his Bowie knife and is looking in the reflection at what's happening, and hops out and gets them to chase him into yeah, like the, the snack shack. Basically. Yeah, into the snack shack, which he did not know was a snack shack no, in no. his defense, yes. but. Yeah, he, apparently he, it's also the place he was keeping his truck. Yep, 
but um, he's able to trap them all yeah. in there. And they're like, sweet. What's we got him. And then he's like, oh, wait, what's in there? Yeah. Sweets. And yes, they are gorging themselves and vomiting out new shriekoids. Screamoids. I don't know. Whatever. Shrek. New monsters. Yeah. Shrek yeah. the thirdoids. Yeah. And this is where they come up with the uh, <laughs> with the plan to spray somebody with a fire extinguisher. So they're super cold and all their clothes are covered in ice so that they can sneak in and set off the bombs that are in there and escape. And Fred Ward does it. It's Fred Ward's idea. Yeah. Uh, But the kid volunteers to do it. He does. And there's been a running thing throughout the film of rock, paper, scissors between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's a real quick learning curve of the first time he does it, the kid has absolutely no fucking idea what he's doing. And then it just seems like, Fred Ward is scamming him every time they do this, yeah. make this decision. And so he's like, I'm going in there. It's me. I got all of you into this. I'm going in. And he's like, he holds out his hand, like, come on, rock, paper, scissors me. And he does it. And the kid wins for the first <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, the kid yeah. does paper. Yes. Fred Ward, Fred does, Ward rock. does rock. I think and he's done rock every single time. I think that's the joke. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, but he goes, rock tears through paper. Yeah. I win. Yeah. Or, and, or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he just, they start spraying him down. He's like, Wait, what? Well, it's like it's like he's already in the building, like coated in CO two and everything, yeah. and the kid's like, "Wait, yeah, paper covers rock." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, "Yes, every yeah, time, you whatever, dumbass. idiot." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so he but, goes in. But he gets in. He's able to sneak around these things, and there actually are quite a few in that room. And I, I think there might be a couple CG ones that are mixed in with the practical effects. Well, maybe some prototypes. They yeah. don't have to move. Yeah, they're just someone off camera jiggling them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this plastic bag. Yeah, this one's eating candy. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, but yeah, he's able to get the. Uh, get the timer, get in the truck. And then they're like, they are watching from up above. And they're like, Oh no, you're melting. It's wearing off. And there's, there's a pretty good shot of this, of the uh, predator vision of just like, you kind of spot the backs of his legs a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, so you can see kind of like the bottom half of him. And yeah, it's kind of sheeting off and you know, you start seeing more and more of them. Yep. Yeah. They all start. Rah! Yep. But yeah, he climbs up. This I think that's this, when he does yeah, the shot is, yeah, that this, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's up on top of Michael Gross's truck, tries to swing over him, falls on his face, then just climbs out the window. Yeah, because they they've got a fire hose yeah. that they've cut, yeah. and and they're trying to drop it down to him so he can pull himself out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he just he falls on his face first, and they pull him out, yeah. and then uh, yeah, and then they they get him out. Yeah, he's basically just like, hey, I couldn't think of anything else to do. I set all the explosives off on the truck, and Michael Gross is like, that's. Like two and a half tons of CE4 or something. Yeah, like that. and he's or like, like that. he's like, you're telling me it's not enough. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, no. <laughs> like, just run, just keep. Like and they and, they run one and building. They, they hide by. behind a shed that's like maybe like 50, maybe not 50 even a hundred yeah. yards away. Yeah, it's like fifty yards away. He's like, <laughs> and nope. Michael Gross just keeps running by him. He's like, nope, <laughs> keep moving. Yeah, this is such a good like MythBusters moment where you're just like. I mean, it's 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 good because it's like it, it's really building. The, it's setting the scene for how big the explosion is going to be because yeah. it's just building that tension and stuff. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because Michael Gross is like, how much did you put on the timer? He's like, I don't know. I just pressed buttons. And then he's like, well, well all right, <laughs> yeah. just keep running until you can't run anymore. Yeah, and of course, there's a trench that's dug and they're like, well, I get behind it. Yeah. And the kid's like standing up on the top of it next to a shed going, are we going to see this or what? And he's like, get the fuck down. <laughs> You stupid idiot. And as he says this, this is when they cut to the long shot of that thing blowing up. And it is just a Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. We have leveled 
Yeah. Whatever structure this was is obliterated. It might be actual demolition footage. That's how large it is. <laughs> to yeah. say. Like it's, I'm pretty sure it was a model. Yeah. Okay. Or that. Either yeah, way. Either way. It's, but it's a good splintery it's explosion. Significant. It yeah. is it is the White House blowing up in Independence Day. It is yeah. it is a good plunks of wood or planks of wood are just flying off. Yeah, and that kid just gets blasted into the ditch. Yeah. The shed gets blasted onto him. On top of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And as they're pulling him out, that's when the crew gets to start throwing chunks of viscera at everybody. Barrels. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's basically movie over. I mean, more or less. I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, man, they're going to be real upset. We blew a big hole in their thing. Well, well they're like, hey, we think we'll still get the money. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, we kind of did blow up their entire refinery. And then they just cut to a crater mm-hmm. behind I mean, really, them. Really, they, they blew up the... the- <laughs> The snack shack. The snack shack. They, there was up. no refining going on at this place. It was yeah. all just storage and shit. Yeah, they never did get to the refinery part, no. did they? I probably couldn't afford the refinery part. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. But it's a very good matte painting of a crater in, it in, is. in the landscape. It is. Mm-hmm. And them standing there looking at it. Yeah. But there is no dumb bullshit here the tremors eggs or yeah. any of that. Or the EPA shows up or none of that stuff. Yeah, there's no like... ah. They didn't win. You thought they won, but mm-hmm. uh, they didn't win. It's like, it's, it's just, nope, we won. Credits. Wow, Ensign Award. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I'll get it. I, I think that kid officially gets an Ensign Award. He had a good freak out. And then yeah. he had a good, like, I'm cool. And then he goes right back into it. Yep. <laughs> like I said, I just, I was getting that, I was getting serious, like Vince Vaughn's, Vince Vaughn Swingers vibes. I know that's like a year or two later, I want to say, but. Maybe not when this yeah. actually came out on video, but I mean, like, yeah. you know, when it was filmed. But this was filmed in 94. Yeah, I'm so, just yeah. saying, like, it just has that, like, you know, way too confident white guy with bowling shirts and, yeah. you know, vibe, you know, like, a little too ska positive. There's a very 90s feel to this <laughs> yeah. guy. It was the 90s. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the just, decade all yeah, of just saying, I mean, love. He, Look, he was just, more than ska curious. I'm just saying he was a little smash mouthy, you know. Yeah. He did have a stupid hat for a while. Yeah. Yeah, lost the hat. Yeah, I, I, I ended up not minding that character because like he, he settles down into actually reacting properly to events, mm-hmm. and I think that's what like it, like it's almost like a point after the freakout happens where it's like okay, now I'm actually acting like the character should be acting, as opposed to just like playing this character that's wandering around this thing, mm-hmm. a character in the terms of like, I'm a caricature type, right, in that way, but. Uh, I I can rate uh, it. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going three jocks. I I just I I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did, but like once Michael Gross showed up, it kind of stepped up a notch. And then like once the kid calmed down and was like being a being something reasonable, it went up a little bit more. I, I just the second half of this movie is way better than the first half. I'll say that. I I don't necessarily like the whole like all right, no more worms. We're just doing these little these little gremlin things that are running around because really they're also ripping off gremlins Yeah, because it's basically like, okay, if they eat, then they multiply, you know, it's like, uh, okay, like I get it, you know, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's like this whole, like, you know, it, 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 this thing that's everywhere is, can mean them multiplying at any moment. You know, that's, it's kind of, they steal that pretty whole cloth well, at that point. The act structure needed to go, Easily killing graboids. Uh oh, there's this new thing. Second act. Third act. Oh, if they eat, they vomit out a new one. Mm-hmm. That the threat then escalates. They introduced yeah. the eating reproduction thing way too early. Yeah. 
Uh, it's it's they've only just discovered these things, and then and, they're like, feed it a snack, and they do it in a way that's not threatening to them <laughs> right. at that moment. Yeah, so it, it's like that's one of those things where it should have been edited back and forth. Like they're out there eating, you know, in the in the other room behind them, and they don't realize it. You know, like yeah, I mean, not to. I mean, not to step all over one of your favorite things, but yeah. I, I feel like what works so well about the Gremlin scene and like the, the the take it to the science teacher study it scene, yeah, and why it's so threatening is like it's a rickety ass cage, it's a thing you know is dangerous, and yeah. you're like, this is a fucking high school science teacher. This is probably the one of the least qualified people you could have taken this to, and it's like you, there's just there's inherent tension because you're like, yeah. none of this is right. This is going to go badly, and you know, like it's just it's not necessarily translated here like that yeah in, in any way it's just like that well was, this seems like a sturdy cage other than you you took the ropes you know the mm-hmm. ropes off its mouth for what didn't seem like a good reason at the time it, it makes yeah. sense later but and you also don't have joe dante directing it so well yeah i guess that I suppose that is a difference <laughs> technically yeah. you're correct yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean like that that whole like you know i love gremlins but yeah that that whole i, I always talk about the kitchen scene but man that yeah, the, the build up with watching the the hummingbird video of the hummingbird's heart beating faster and faster mm-hmm. and just like all that shit is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I mean that 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 scene that well I mean that is a that is a scene that starts with dread. And yeah. it's like, you know, and it just builds. So I mean it's yeah. like that's it's a thing, you know. Yeah, and this one they just kind it just kind of happens. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, okay, they multiply now." They also do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like here's a brand new thing you've never seen before and look what it can do. <laughs> yeah. But it's still I I think the second half of this movie is a lot of fun and there's a really good explosion at the end, so I'm gonna go three jocks. Um, I I think I think Tremors two gets two jocks from me. Um, the the first forty five minutes are fine. Like really, I I'd see I saw this when it hit video. Like I was working in the video mm-hmm. store when Tremors two came out, so I was. I feel I, like actually same. Like honestly, like I mean, especially that opening scene. Sorry, I didn't mean to step out. No, no, no. So, like as soon as that opening scene starts, I'm like, I think I've actually seen this, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. I know I definitely have not okay. seen it. I mean, it it was just when it came. It was, everyone was super curious about it. it. Was like they made another Tremors, and and everyone in the video store was like, we should all get together yeah. and watch. And this I think we also just had DVD players for the first time, maybe or getting no, close no, to it. Ninety six no, was a little too early. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was more, more was probably more like ninety eight. I think yeah. I got mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so like I remembered I remembered the genesis of these new things. I remembered that happening. My mind thought it was a lot cooler and I'm mixing it up with something else that I can't place. But I was still at the time supremely impressed that they made these little tiny things that when they were real practical effects looked rad, like mm-hmm. like just behaved like weird fucking things and could be terrifying if they were able to be more mobile mm-hmm. uh, without the need for CG. Because, mm-hmm. like, the CG shots sometimes they have are just them, like, tumbling around like puppies, you know, like, falling over and doing, yeah. you know, things that the puppet couldn't do. But it kind of cheapens, cheapens them a little bit because they look goofy. I, and, like, when they run, they look like baby chicks. And it's like, that's cute. It's not, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it is it, terrifying. It's but, the battle droid scenario. It's it's like these things sure. are supposed to be scary, and you're just having to go, ow, 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 roger, yeah. roger, bleh, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah. I, this is your bad guy, yeah, like, yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, the I, the first the first half is fine. It's it's kind of standard, and it goes on too long, and then they mix it up in the in the second act, which is the rest of the film, and I think all that stuff is really neat. You know, it, it's 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 fine. It, it ended up liking it more as it went on. 
I think my my dislike is that Tremors became a franchise. It's just yeah. like it's not a thing that warrants doing more than one movie. It never did, and. You know, I, I just, I think I just can't abide things that like waste people's time. You know, like, I mean, at least like with Friday the 13th or, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street sequels, at least they tried different things. It wasn't just like, you know, I mean, you know, it was, I, know I know Friday the 13th is probably a bad example because it's, you know, people are just there for the stupid deaths. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like, you know, this is just like, well, I also feel like, well, I mean, evol- evolving them was in the second movie is also kind of stupid. I mean, like. I feel like, you know, you you could have stepped them up in some way as a worm form before you're like, oh, well, now they're, you know, now it's Avatar 2 and they're in the water. Yeah, you know. I, I feel like you're besmirching a franchise that you've only seen two entries of. Okay, well. I mean, I, I mean, unless you've secretly seen three through seven. I don't seven. think so, but I mean, like, why? I mean, this this already feels like such incredible diminishing returns from the first one that it's like, you know, it's not going to get any better. I know this. You know, I've been around. I've, I've, we've done this rodeo. I don't know how many times. Like, direct-to-video sequels don't generally get better. I mean, every once in a while, there's a weird anomaly where it's like this guy for some reason came in and tried. Like I said, I just feel like generally, overall speaking, this is like kind of such a nothing series that should not have kept going. It's like there's like Underworld. Like, why, why is there six Underworld movies? Like, the first one was so barely a thing that it's just like, why did you keep going? You know, you do understand why there are so many of these things, right? Because people keep paying for because it. money. Sure, great. That's... <laughs> I mean, because they made money, and then the studio says make another one, and then sure. that makes money, and they're like, take that money and make another one. Okay. That's how that's I how mean, Hollywood works. Well, I know. I just <laughs> I think my I think my point is is like I don't want to follow series of sequels that I don't care that much about the first one. I mean, like the first one is fine. Like, and don't get me wrong, it's like, but I'm also like, and, and like with Trimmer's over, I was like, man can't wait for more tremors like i never once had that thought when the movie was over like so many other things you're like i would i would watch more of that like keep going that like, tremors was over and like, was like me after spencer confidential yeah it's like you can make six movies with these guys and i'd watch them yeah sure. none of them more than once but i'd watch them yeah but i mean this was just like i mean tremors is like one of those things know. like that was over and that's good and no need for more of that ever i i, I get where you're coming from but i had fun with it okay you know but it does. Reading. It does seem weird for them to blow up the premise. Yeah, I, I think for, that's it. You know, somewhat they they because, but I mean, they thoroughly blow up all of them. They figured out how to kill them. You know, so it's kind of like, all right, how do you solve this problem? You you change what they're doing because mm-hmm. they almost get killed by one when it grabs the chain and almost takes them off a cliff. But mm-hmm. you know, that's that's about the only danger that happens in the. Uh, you know, in the early montage. That's section. what works about the first 45 minutes is that they know the rules of these things mm-hmm. and they're supremely cocky about it because they know exactly what to do and yeah. what not to do. It's almost like what you'd want a sequel to do. It's like, okay, you get like, like, you know, we complain in movies where the characters just, they've already experienced this and yet they're stupid and make the same mistakes again in the sequel. Yeah. And it's like it, here, they're like, no, like we figured it out. We figured out how to kill these damn things. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I, yeah. whatever. It, I don't know. It, I, I'm not angry that they exist. It's just, it, it's just one of those franchises that, that has always seemed inherently silly that there was more than one. I, I can't put my finger on it. I think it's because the first one just seems like a joke. I mean, like I said, yeah. it'd be like if there's six other Slither movies. I would, I would think the same thing. I was like, there's I mean, like seven Sharknados. It's honestly, so. it's honestly like, I mean, I'm that way with Scream. I'm like, do you? I mean, like, Scream 1 and 2, I get it. But, like, when you keep going, you're now breaking your own self-aware thing. Like, do you not get that? Like, 
Like, like, do you not understand what self-aware and parody means? Like, not just like, you know, as an excuse to say terrible things, but like actual like <laughs> parody and, mm-hmm. you know, satire and things. And like, I feel like Tremors was like setting out to be somewhat satirical to the monster movie genre. Maybe not quite as like tongue in cheek as, as Slither, but the fact that there's six other Tremors movies just seems inherently silly to me. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't be angry that there's 1800 Sharknado movies because I don't care and, I think most people don't care, but you know, like that, that is, I don't want to, I don't care. There's, there's a billion. I can tell you they're all above five on IMDb. Well, sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> or at least three, four and five are of tremors or are we talking tremors. tremors? Okay. Yeah. But yes, it is one of those things where like they, you know, they tried to make a TV show multiple times and it's just kind of like, why? Yes. Why, why put this much effort into it? But yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe the people that worked on it just wanted to, if it's if it's if it's making money for people and they're having fun doing it, no, I whatever. I don't care. I, like yeah. I really don't care. I just like I said, it's like it doesn't mean I necessarily <laughs> want to watch them or I think it's entertaining or it doesn't necessarily. It just seems kind of silly, like yeah. you know, to like build a franchise off of like shit. I mean, that's whatever. What, what was your rating, please? Uh, one jocks. Okay, it's still worth watching, but mostly for the second half. So, mm-hmm. contact information. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us bmfcast.com which is working again you may have tried to visit today uh it's back long story it's back oh okay yeah cool so we're good yeah (laughs) uh yeah Uh, you can find us basically at any streaming service that you want we're probably on there spotify oh for yeah yeah. like like our feed if there's any that like you listen to where there are podcasts yeah (laughs) we're pretty sure we're on all of them but if there's a weird one that you got that we're not on just let us know and we'll we'll make it happen one way or another Mm -hmm. otherwise uh check us out bmfcast.com slash no (laughs) patreon.com slash bmfcast i had it all backwards if you you go to the other one we should add a link to that (laughs) bmfcast slash patreon yeah which takes you to patreon.com slash bmf it should (laughs) but yeah but patreon.com slash bmfcast is uh Obviously, our Patreon, where you can give us money for extra stuff, Obviously. like BMF Cast Extra, or BJ and Jens talking about James Bond movies. It's pretty good. Doctor Who, it'll be back. Uh, you still have access to everything we've ever done there as well, like all of our archive stuff, including shows that are now long defunct. They're all in there. So if you want to get it, you should join and enjoy. Otherwise, we want to write us. BMF at BMFcast.com or give us a call. Garfield phone 9105JAX-BMF 910-556-9263. I yield my time. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, just want to point out that BMFcast.com slash Patreon actually goes to something. Uh, something. It better go to our Patreon. It, Is that something? It goes to the home of our Patreon logo. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, Oh, it's probably just linking to the file you're saying, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. But hey. it does exist, and the Patreon link is right there. So well, there you go. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Sure. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. This is Banffcast out. <laughs> <laughs>